Welcome to the Beach Catholic Podcast. As always, I've got Father Brian Barr with me. How are you, Father? I'm good. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, we're going to jump right into it. Uh, we had an episode last week on Lent. Uh, depending when you're listening to the episode, it may still be Lent. Uh, but we thought it'd be a good idea to come back sooner than later because there was some news that was shared here in Long Beach this past weekend. Um, so, Father, I'll just um, let you talk about it. What was the news that was shared this weekend? Yeah, thanks. Um, big news, actually. Very big news in terms of uh, for the churches, the parishes down here. Uh, Bishop Barris announced that... Uh, what we're going to be doing in uh, June will be a kind of a merging of um, parish leadership. Um, Father Joe Nixon, who's presently the um, the administrator at Miraculous Medal and Point Lookout, he will be uh, he'll be leaving in June and be getting another assignment, and um, he won't be replaced by a uh, like a full time pastor who's you know uh, living in uh, in Point Lookout. Um, I'm going to become uh, I'll become the pastor. In addition to being, you know, pastor here at St. Mary's in Long Beach, I'll be uh, become pastor in Miraculous Metal. Um, that's I guess that's part one of the announcement, and then part two um, would be would involve changes to the West. Um, St. Ignatius in Long Beach, um, Father Donald Beckman will be retiring um, a year from June, so that would be 2020. And uh, same thing will happen there. So uh, I'll become pastor uh, of St. Ignatius in June of 2020. So um, June of this year, it'd be a point lookout. The following June, um, St. Ignatius. So it's a, um, well, that is a big deal, right? I mean, that's, this, is, this is something that hasn't happened too much, uh, certainly in this diocese. Um, it's happening in a lot of a lot of dioceses. I'd say most dioceses uh, around the country um, doesn't all look exactly the same way. But I guess what's the common piece would be parishes coming together. Um, in some cases, parishes are the parishes emerging. That's not what we're doing here uh, at all. What we're doing is really just merging leadership. Um, so the one pastor for the in this case it'll be two parishes and then moving toward toward three, right? So I mean I thought that I think that's why we thought it'd be a good idea to talk about it, especially on the podcast. Um, even if you're not down here in Long Beach, uh, it's real. You know, uh, unfortunately it, it's happening. Scenarios like this are popping up more and more throughout the country, like you said. Um, so let's ask the first real question a lot of people might have, and I'm just going to keep it very simple: Why? Like why is that? Why is this happening? Well, the the real simple answer is we just don't have enough priests. Um, we don't have. I mean, there's no surprise that we have um, we have less priests now than we used to. We have uh, less, uh, certainly less men in the seminary. You know, um, so even in terms of projections for the for for at least the uh, the near future, you know, we'll continue to have less priests. We're we're certainly not replacing the guys that are retiring. Um, so uh, you know, it, part of it is is simply a uh, kind of a question of numbers and um, not having enough. Um, you know, you could argue that we have we have enough priests because uh, we do have a pretty good uh, uh, international priest population here in the diocese. Um, but priests who and some of whom have become pastors and administrators. Um, but it's it's more of a uh, the shortage. While there is clearly a priest shortage, 
I guess it's more of a shortage of um, priests who would be, I guess, kind of qualified to take on leadership, you know, pastor roles, administrative roles in the parishes. Um, I was talking to uh, a couple, I guess about a month ago, uh, at St. Mary's after one of our morning Sunday masses, and they uh, they introduced themselves, and I get this often enough down here in Long Beach. They uh, they're new, they're new to Long Beach. And I think they were, I'd say they were in their um, early early 60s, maybe mid-60s, and they, I think this couple had lived in Huntington um, here on Long Island, and they were, uh, they downsized. They uh, The kids are out of the house, and uh, the house was just way bigger than they needed, and um, kind of always wanted to, always thought about coming coming toward the ocean, the beach, um, so they're drawn here to Long Beach for that reason. And just the, the the prospect of a a more manageable uh, place to live. Um, so they got a condo in, in their case, but I but that happens a lot down here. I think it's just just it happens a lot everywhere. Just people um, kind of right sizing, downsizing, right sizing. I think in a way that's what we're doing. That's what's happening with the church here. What we're um, with the, uh, the declining number of priests. Um, we've got just we've got. I guess too many parishes in a way, and 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 not enough not enough priests. So, uh, I think what we're really trying to do not not close the parish, but just um, kind of bring. I guess it's it's. I think it's like uh, almost like two things going on, seemingly opposite things, but ha- I would hope will will have to happen. I think at the same time, one is just coming together as the Catholic Church. You know, in the announcement. Um, uh, you know, in in the uh, in the bulletins, uh, we're describing it as uh, th- um, three churches, one mission. Um, so it's it's three churches. Oh no, three parishes rather. Three parishes, one mission. So there's still very clearly um, three different parishes, um, which we want to maintain. You know, identity uh, traditions history because they are three distinct places however we're also we're all catholic you know we're all on the we all come from the same place so i think it's 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 a matter of trying to do the honor those two realities or honor the first one which is identity and preserving that and respecting that but at the same time because of this kind of you know right sizing need um to, to just as 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 a larger communities say, okay, how and where can we and, and really must we come together as Catholics, Catholics on the Barrier Island? Um, and I think that's going to be the, that's what's going to, we're going to just spend a lot of time in the next uh, weeks and months, really through the next whole year, trying to figure that out. Like what's the best way of, of making that happen? This um, three parishes, one mission kind of concept well that, that's a big uh you made a big distinction there right it's it's not that they're merging right it's just the leadership team that's merging that that's that's huge because if you're saying parishes are merging well in some instances that might mean okay that means everybody needs to come to this one church that's right and we're closing that's one. right but that's not the case in this scenario that's not happening that's happening and that is absolutely happening in in other dioceses around the country but it's not that's not happening here at all so you know, practical things. Um, 
With, yeah, I'm a with, parishioner, right? I'm a parishioner. How is this going to affect me on a week-to-week basis, right, essentially? Right. Um, well, if you um, you just had your second little girl baptized a couple of weeks ago, you'll always be able to have your your children baptized. If you're a St. Mary's person and you want your, your, your children or your grandchildren or whoever it was, we'll, we'll be baptizing in each of the past. The sacraments are going to happen everywhere. That's what it comes down to. So weddings, funerals, um, that's going to happen. They're going to be, they're going to be available everywhere. Um, now, probably not as often because there's just not going to be as much priest help. Um, I won't be alone. There's no way I can, I can do this. I could do this alone. So I'm going to get, um, I'll be assigned uh, a curate, an associate pastor to help, help with that. But really, what it comes down to is we're going from three full full time priests, or we will be going from when when Father Donald in 2020 retires, we will go from three full time priests to two. Um, so it'll have to be it'll have to be. I think the the big thing that we'll we'll have to look at and kind of just spend serious time thinking and talking and praying about uh, is how do we maintain. What's it going to look like in terms of like uh, mass schedules, uh, the number of masses we have, the times of the masses, um, and that's where this next year is going to be really big because we're just going to need, I'm going to need to get uh, to hear from Miraculous Medal, St. Mary's, and St. Ignatius. Um, what what are the things that are most important to each place? Um you know, in a sense, like what are the deal breaker uh, issues uh, as, as much as possible to maintain? Like what are the th- things that you just really, really would not want to see change or, or move um, and try to as, as much as we can honor that, you know, but at the same time, facing reality, just saying, OK, we're, we're if we don't have, you know, if, if you go from three to two in terms of priest presence, you know, they're just gonna, you're gonna have to have, there's gonna have to be some, some changes along the way. Right. So I think my biggest fear, uh, maybe not here necessarily because the parishes themselves aren't merging, we're not closing any churches, but maybe throughout the country, but it, it, it could be here. And I want you to tell me if it's a legitimate fear is uh, the mentality of, well, my parish, my parish has just got merged or the leadership team just got merged. Um, like you said, we're going from three priests to two. It's, less convenient uh, for this reason or that reason I- i'm done you know for parishioners to say you know what i'm done this is this is ridiculous uh, is that a legitimate fear to have or that you would have as the pastor fear on my part that people would the say parishioners, they're done yeah pa- parishioners are saying they're done well i know if if somebody's done for that reason um and if you know if they're sort of like i'm out of here um I question whether, in all honesty, they ever really were here. Um, right. For somebody to say, "I'm, um, I'm no longer going to practice my faith. I'm no longer going to, you know, receive the sacraments because my mass time has changed, or I don't have the same number of masses on a Sunday now that I used to, uh, and I'm, and I'm just, gonna, I'm not going to come at all anymore." I'm not really even sure what. I, that just, to me, that would be pretty pretty over the top um you well, know, let, I, let me give you an example right because uh i think a, a year or two ago 
we were out at a lacrosse game. My brother-in-law was playing a lacrosse game, so I think we were out in Pennsylvania somewhere uh, watching him play. Uh, we needed to get to Mass, so we went to you know the local Catholic church. We went there, and we just happened to go there the first Sunday that parishes were merged. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, and, and one of the churches, not the one we went to, obviously, but one of the churches closed down. Mm-hmm. And in that scenario... There were residents who were two minutes away from the church that got closed down, and the closest church to them was half an hour away, right? Mm. So they went from two minutes to 30 minutes wow. to, to need to get to Mass, right? right? Um, so in, in that scenario, it was a legitimate fear that they had. It's like, well, I'm not driving 30 minutes <laughs> that's right. to get to Mass, that's that, right. that kind of train of thought. Mm-hmm. Um, that's obviously not here. Um, again, the parishes aren't, no parishes are closing, but you know, that's, that's kind of a scenario I'm thinking about or scenarios that might happen throughout the country. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, you know, we're lucky. We're, we're lucky in that regard because down here on the barrier Island, I mean, the the furthest, you know, nobody's, we're all a couple of miles, you know, three, two, three, four miles from each other. So it's just, it's never really that, that far. Um, Where you would be, yeah, where you'd be driving a half hour to get to, you know, one Sunday Mass. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the challenges in, in places like that. I'm glad you brought it up because, I mean, I think this stuff, it's all relative, right? Um, as challenging as some of this will be, you know, we're not even we're not even looking at anything like that that kind of a scenario. Um, yeah, we, we will we will continue. We will continue to be present and, and available. Um but it'll look different. It'll look different. You know how how is it going to look different? You know, in a broad sense, I'd say yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to we'll have to have less masses on the weekend. We'll probably have to have you know we, we won't be able to keep having like right now we have masses daily masses on all three parishes. Uh, but like right now we have three priests. We have a um, we even have you know uh, another priest, Father Anthony, who hel- helps out as well. So. But when when we go down to two priests, like we just, just, just we won't be able to continue to have a daily mass in each parish. So some changes like that will are gonna come, and, you know, and that'll be that'll be tough. But you know, hey, if we're saying if we if we believe what we say, we believe about what what the sacraments mean. Certainly, what the Eucharist means. Um, when you consider that people have, you know, people have. Giving up their lives for the, in the name of the Eucharist, um, having to adjust us, having to adjust more practical in, in more practical ways. It's you know, I like it's just good to kind of have a try to keep things in perspective. It's not your experience. Uh, where were you? Where did that happen? Out in Pennsylvania. Yeah, right. I mean, it's it's we're we're not there. It's not that. You know, I also think this. Um, You know, it is also there's, there's arguably there are even positives in this. Uh, I mean, hey, at the end of the day, if having to do this, we're doing this because we don't have enough priests. If we had, if we had enough priests to to, to provide leadership to, to all the parishes, we we wouldn't be doing this. So on that, I guess on that end, yeah, this is not. Uh, we wish it. We wish it was different. However, since it is what it is. I think also, you know, without being too kind of Pollyanna about it, there are opportunities here. Um, I'm just thinking of like lay involvement, you know, uh, participation of, of lay people. Um, you know, Vatican II uh, 
Vatican II was 50 years ago, you know, and, and out of Vatican II came an acknowledgement of the laity, uh, that the laity have a role and an absolute purpose in the church. Um, it, the church shouldn't just be, you know, uh, run by clerics. It shouldn't be just the priest or and or the sister who's who's running everything. Um, now, in these fifty years, certainly we've got many many examples of people being of of, of stepping up and. and taking on leadership roles. However, I mean, n- n- not fully, not fully. Like, there's, there are still opportunities. Um, the priest is the priest, and you need a priest, and if you don't have a priest, you don't have the Eucharist. If you don't have the Eucharist, then, then you don't have, you're not, we're not receiving Jesus, Jesus. So I'm not, and I'm a priest, so I'm not diminishing the role of a priest at all. I'm just upping the role of uh, people like yourself. Um, so it, it, lay people, so that, opportunity here like legitimate opportunity here too to say okay how how do we um empower god's people more than we already do we do but we could be doing it more um in a sense it's being it's being thrust upon us now because of the shortage um probably we we should have done it more and sooner than we did even when the need wasn't as great but it's certainly it's certainly here now. The need is so to um, kind of challenge people and invite people to to um, man to just help help me uh, in, in the whole process of leading these great parishes. Like that's that's exciting. That's fun. That's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, we we spoke about one end of the spectrum of why is this happening? I'm done, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll go to the other side of the spectrum where it's, this actually all does come down to Sunday. So why does it even matter who's who's leading the church? And again, not to offend you, but why does it matter if Father Brian's up there? Who cares up there, who's up there? It all comes down to Sunday and receiving the Eucharist anyway, so whatever. Well, I mean, I'm I'm kind of awesome, so I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I quite, quite go, go that far with it, but... But hey, you're right. You're right. Um, I mean, it's about Jesus, you know. And clearly, hey, listen, I'm a priest. I mean, I'm joking about previous comment, but I think how we celebrate on Sunday is really important. And you know, from it, depending on churches that you go to and different places, it really does vary. Sometimes it's done really well, and sometimes not. Sometimes it's inspiring, and sometimes it's not. So. And I think the priest, the priest certainly has a has a, a, an important, very important leadership role uh, in in all of that. Um, but you are right. This is about it is about the sacraments. It's about the re- the reception of the sacraments and encounter with Christ. So, um, so yeah, I guess it's you know it's 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 both. It's really it's it's uh, it's not either or. It's kind of both and. Um, you know, we had a couple of nights ago last Friday night we our religious ed team um, the middle school uh, well you're, you're one of them one of the catechists but uh, Mike Griffin and Tim Murphy who were kind of the coordinators of it uh, the middle school program they in- invited a bunch of uh, middle schoolers on a just got like a little mini retreat out at the uh, the seminary for a couple of hours and um, it was a great night it was it was a great night it was I think I think 10 kids came and they had a really, really good time, and they were a great crew of kids. And uh, 
somebody said to me, well, what, what, asked me, what parishes were they from? Um, and I didn't even know. Like, I, I don't, I, I, were they St. Mary's? Were they St. Ignatius? Um, were they Miraculous Medal? Um, it's like, I don't even, I don't even really think that way. I right. doesn't, I don't really care where they're from. I mean, they're, they're Catholic kids who live down here in the Barrier Island. Like, that's what I care about. Well, I mean, um, that, that was one of the initiatives that was put over, uh, a few years ago, right? That's one of the first moves that was made is combining the sixth, seventh, eighth graders together. I think it was one of the best moves that could have been made it was. in preparation for today, essentially. It was. And that's why, again, why, you know, I think with, with this whole change, like, yes, there's a part of it. We wish we had more priests and we wouldn't have to be doing this. But there's also something to be said for, you know, combining forces and combining talent and resources um you know i'm a big proponent of uh particularly with with in in the church these days with like uh, quality over quantity you know you can have you can have you know if you could have five masses on a given in a given place but if they're you know they're not the best liturgies in the world and the music isn't quite what it could be or should be and and the preaching is the same okay well it's five sort of mediocre experiences. If you could say, well, we're going to have three, but we're going to kill it. Yeah, they're going to be really, really um, compelling, powerful experiences of, of prayer. I'm going with three over five. You know, in a perfect world, we'd have five great ones, but it's not a perfect world. But we can do three great ones. And I just think um, that's what we're going to have to kind of roll our sleeves up with and about and, and kind of jump into that. Um, uh, quality over quantity, and right. you know where where you're where you're registered. Uh, to me, it's like I'm excited about just very excited about serving God's people, you know, and this very cool part of this diocese. Yeah, I mean, to your point, I guess what you're trying to say is, you know, we have a certain percentage of parishioners who will come no matter what, mm-hmm. no matter how bad the let's call it product is, of Mass, right? Right. You're also going to have these certain percentage of Catholics who will never come to Mass, no matter how good the experience is. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what you're saying is, let's create an amazing uh, amazing experience for the ones in the middle, the ones who need it in order to come out. So that's great. You know, hey, it's, I think, it is, it's going to be a smaller church. I mean, you'd have to be pretty blind and, you know, clueless to not look around and realize we've got less people in churches i mean i talked to i talked to uh, adult parents parents of adult kids uh, it almost feels like on a weekly basis maybe not quite that but a lot i talked to people who just endlessly talked to me about their four kids who who are now in their in their 20s and 30s or 40s and none of them go to church, or or one of them goes to church, and two of them have kids and they haven't even been baptized. And um, so, like, it's it's now the challenge here is to we you know we've got to evangelize, we've got to try to to get to them and to and to speak to them. I think people are roaming around and they're they're starving and they kind of don't even know it. They're they're filling they're filling their souls with sort of like junk food that's. Temporarily, maybe filling, but before long, they're 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 just they're hungry again, and 
they're uh, they're just kind of looking for for meaning and, and purpose in in I guess the wrong places and trying to trying to reach out and retrieve um, those people. Number one is I think there's there's one of the, you know it's evangelizing. You know, it's sort of people think that's like a sounds very Protestant. Well, maybe it is very Protestant, but it's very right. You know, whatever whether whatever however you want to label it, I don't really care. It's it's about going out and and trying to bring you know bring Jesus to the streets and bring people bring the gospel to people who aren't aren't here. Um, so it's like those people who are not going to church, we gotta we gotta get them, but we also gotta you know. We also got to realize that we're probably not going to get them all, and it is going to be a smaller church, um, but arguably a more authentic church, one where the people who 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 stay are the ones who really want it and get it, and they're the ones who will be served. Absolutely. And I will, we'll say this, if you have more questions for your parish specifically, uh, we would definitely encourage you to reach out to your parish's rectory. Uh, unfortunately, Father Brian, uh, he shot down me giving out his personal phone number, but maybe <laughs> next time, uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but um, final words, especially on this topic, Father Brian. Well, yeah, yeah I'm glad you, I, I meant to, I don't know if we, I don't think we touched on this, but just the whole, you know, if you got more questions, um, I got more questions. I have a ton of questions, um, and they're, they're questions which are just going to require input from the people of all three parishes. So what we're going to be doing um, very quickly is uh, getting forming different groups, different committees. Um, I guess one will be a, you know, each parish has a parish council which represent the parish, uh, their parishes. We'll get a probably like a sampling from each of those, from each all three parish councils from the three parishes, and we'll form a committee of them um, just to, just to to bring the parish leadership together. Um, I think at the same time, what we're going to do, I'm, I'm just going to need to uh, meet with the different parishes. I mean, St. Mary's, I know, obviously, much, much better now because I've been here for six years. Um, but Miraculous Metal, for sure, uh, and very soon, uh, getting down there to start to just meet with and, um, you know, just get input. I want to hear what what people are thinking, um, what people, what, what's really important. Uh, and then the same thing in, in uh, St. Ignatius. We have a little bit more time with St. Ignatius because Father Donald will be around for another year. But but both of these things will be happening this year. So my hope is that, my plan is that, you know, in, in June of 2020, we'll, we'll be in a, in a really good place um, because we, we, we got to hear what, you know what all the people are wondering. You know what's important to them. I mean, not, nobody's going to be able to get everything they want. Of course, um, no way I'd be promising that. But I promise, I promise, I'll listen. I promise, I'll listen, and we'll just going to make this work because there's great people. There's great people uh, in all of these parishes, and bringing them together, I just think makes it makes for a greater church. No, we're absolutely in this together, and um, that's great for you to say that. You know, open for input. Um, and if you're a listener to this, and let's say you're in another part of the country, you're listening to this, and you say, "Wow, you know what? My parish, my parishes were actually merged three years ago. We we went through this three years ago, 
reach out to us, you know, send us an email, send us a Facebook message, let us know what worked, let us know what didn't work, because, you know, we're, we're all going through this for the first time. And like Father Brian said, we're, we're definitely open uh, for input. So um, thanks, Father. You bet. Thank you. Yep. Don't forget, listen to Weekly Gospels and Father's Homilies by subscribing to the podcast. If you have a question, send it into beachcatholicpodcast at gmail.com, or you can connect with us at facebook.com slash beachcatholicpodcast. Rate and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher, and feel free to share with your loved ones. Look out for future episodes, but until then, God bless.